Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, a good pen, as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic, healer, and author, with your co-host, Saya. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in on today's podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And together, we host the Evolution Now podcast. So if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. And your question or comments just might make the upcoming shows. And so speaking of comments, many people um, had wonderful things to say about our latest episode interview with Aaliyah Baskerville on stress management and massage therapy. Um, You know, what are some of the comments that we received from people, Saya? Well, we have one here from Lala. She says, Oh my God, I have to say episode 13 is by far the best episode yet. This one was so for me. I love a good massage and love giving them as well. This episode helped me with what I need to do in my journey. Thank you so much for the good information, my sisters. I knew about a lot of the different therapies she was talking about, by getting them done myself, except the cupping, especially the blood cupping. However, I didn't know about them in details from a therapist's point of view. I love the idea of her replenished program, so wish I was in her area. Last, but I have to incorporate the at-home therapy methods she recommended. Thank you so very much, Alia and TS, for sharing your wisdom with us. We really appreciate that, Lala. Thank you. Yeah, we do. That was a wonderful, wonderful feedback from Lala. Thank you, Lala. We greatly appreciate you. And Sharon Elise also commented. She said, love this. Need to book me a massage. Thanks for sharing. Vernique Wisdom also commented and said, great show. Honey, I don't know about that cupping. I bruise easily is what she said. She also says she really has me thinking about Reiki healing sounds very beneficial. Um, And so, you know, Reiki healing is very beneficial. And if anyone is thinking about trying Reiki, um, I would say go for it and definitely try it. Get a referral, you know, from someone that you know, if possible, or do your research on the Reiki healer that you are planning to go to, right? in order to have a favorable first time experience, okay? So speaking of, you know, uh, healing, um, we wanna give a shout out to Vernique Wisdom once again and Anna Maria Para. I hope I'm saying her last name right. Um, Anna Maria Para for answering the two latest poll questions on the IG stories and Facebook page. Vernique answered the question, what are probiotics? She answered B, living microorganisms that improve and restore gut health. And so the uh, answers were 
or I should say the options were a is it a fungus that grows within your body B are probiotics living organisms that improve and restore gut health C compounds that increase the growth of bacteria or are they D an alternative rock band I'm sure Messiah would probably say they are an alternative rock band that's what probiotics is right yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a... Does that sound like a pretty good rock band name? Probiotics? The Probiotics. I mean, I, I could, you know... I mean, I guess the more you say it, it could, like, you know, catch on. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know. But, um... Vernique answered B, which is the correct answer. Living mechanisms... No, living microorganisms that improve and restore gut health. And so that is what probiotics are. And Anna answered the latest question. What massage technique can help inflammation? Is it A, deep tissue massage? Is it B, myofascial or myofascial, I should say, release massage? Or C, acupressure massage? Um, Or D, is it a sweetest massage? And so... Anna answered myofascial uh, massage. However, the answer was Swedish massage. Every time I think about Swedish massage, I want to say Swedish fish massage. But, you know, it's not a Swedish fish massage. It's a Swedish massage. So, Swedish massage is definitely... um, a technique that can help with inflammation. So guys, keep that in mind when you go to have your next massage. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for, you know, answering the poll questions. Um, You know, when you answer the questions, we certainly mention you on the show. um, And we thank you for definitely take the time out to answering the poll questions. So astrologically, we've had a pretty you know, successful Virgo season and a pretty successful Virgo health challenge, I believe. How was your Virgo season and challenge, Saya? Um, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Could be better, but you know, I'll accept it. Well, that was a season in which you started your studies, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, how is that coming along for you? Oh, it's going very well. It's going very well for me. I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I am now, so yeah, it's really good. So this is Messiah's first year in college, and he is, you know, definitely enjoying it. He is studying law, okay, we got a lawman here, and so his Virgo Health Challenge was to certainly make sure that he managed his time as it pertains to, you know, getting sleep and things of that nature, and uh, he seems to be, you know doing pretty okay with it now a little better than before I myself you know was you know studying and and wanting to know a little bit more about gut health and so um out of that I picked up the probiotic kick so now I'm drinking probiotics way more than I have before and so I feel like that is a successful thing as well that we got out of the Virgo health challenge so Shout out to all of you who participated in the health challenge with us and came away with um, some positive positive success. 
um, in doing the challenge. You know, some of us were able to stop drinking coffee. Shout out to uh, Renee. Um, some of us were able to, to, you know, definitely stick with yoga. All right. Tom Miller. How are you, lady? Shout out to you um, for committing and sticking with your challenge. All right. And some others as well. Um, so, yeah, I feel it was a successful um, season, a successful season. And now we have moved into, you know, the autumn equinox and Libra season. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in this Libra season, Saya? Mm, not in particular, no. What about you? Mm, yeah, well, you know, I'm looking forward to this season. I love the fall. Fall is my favorite season of all of the yeah, seasons. Yeah, as, as mine. Mine as well, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like the beautiful colors of the fall. I always call fall the fashionista of the seasons. And so we're, you know, um, looking forward to this Libra season not only because of the fall colors and things of that nature and the crisp air of, you know, the fall, because it's not too hot and it's not too cold, right? It's right in the middle. Um, but I'm also looking forward to, you know, um, working with, you know, various relationships, um, as well as the relationship that I have with myself and the relationship you know, just going deeper with the soul for me. You know, I'm all about the inner work. So this Libra season will certainly give me the opportunity as well as others to do that. So I'm looking forward to that. Establishing relationships, you know, um, with others um, as well as myself and the inner work of the soul. You know, establishing a relationship with the soul. I can't wait to see um, what everyone does, um, as it pertains to the Libra love challenge. And we are going to certainly talk about that, um, as well. And not to mention, or not to, you know, forget to mention, I'm also looking forward to fashion. Yeah. Fashion. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, tis the season to be fashionable. You know, Libra is governed by Venus and Venus governs over creativity and beauty and, you know, things of that nature. So I'm looking forward to fashion. Are you a fashionable person? No. Uh, Depends. You know, I'm not really like, you know, too much into colors like that for fashion. I just like to rock my simple black, gray, you know, purple, uh, blue, gold, you know, just, well, rarely gold, rarely gold. That's like. You know, it's got to be a specific type of gold. You well, know you I mean? know, you can give that black and gray a bit of color. Give it a little pop. Uh, I guess, I guess, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we'll work with you. We'll work with you during this, during this fall season. We'll work with the colors and things of that nature. But we uh, have moved into Libra season um, on the 22nd of the month and we had the fall or I should say the autumn equinox as well um, and so the seasons has changed to the beautiful colors of fall and we're also experienced um, a new moon in Libra so that also happened and took place on the 25th of the month and the new moon in Libra took place at 2 degrees and 48 minutes of Libra and wherever 2 degrees of Libra falls for you within your chart is where new beginnings 
and new intentions um, can be set. And that is where you will more than likely see manifestations happens within your life. Okay. And so, you know, um, that is something that we definitely talked about on Friday nights live. Uh, we definitely talked about, you know, this new moon in Libra that we just had, uh, definitely focused on collaborating and being cooperative, um, and working together with those that you have relationships with, okay? Because it did take place at two degrees and the number two in numerology is all about collaboration, working together, you know, unity and things of that nature, right? And then Libra is definitely the sign that governs over the relationship house, you know, relationships of all kinds, marriages, um, as well um, as contracts, okay? Um, also, it governs over open conflicts as well. So this is a time where we are to certainly around that new moon where we, you know, should have been very cooperative, collaborative, working together within our partnerships, um, and even our marriages, right? Our partnerships of all kinds and our marriages, okay? And focusing on, you know, those things. It's a time to either release from certain relationships or reconcile, you know, uh, the relationships that you are in um, and things of that nature. So, and along with all of that, setting new intentions within the life um, that two degrees of Libra falls for you or even setting new intentions within your relationships of all kinds, right? So that was the energy for the new moon in Libra. And Libra is a cardinal air masculine sign, right? Cardinal is action, action oriented. Um, air is definitely mental. Um, and so that is Libra. It is ruled by the planet Venus, along with Taurus. Taurus is also ruled by Venus. And Libra is the balancing scales. It is the eye balance and it governs over the kidneys in the body, right? The lower back, GI tract, lumbar spine, hair, skin, and all of the aesthetic parts of the body. So this is definitely a season where we want to pay attention to all of those parts of the bodies, right? Especially if you are a Libra sun, right? Um, or if you have Saturn in Libra, or if you have Mars in Libra in your chart, definitely, you know, pay attention to those parts of the body. Um, or even if you are a, a Libra rising. So Libra marks the beginning of the autumn season. Libra governs over again, that seventh house of partnerships of all kinds, relationships and marriage as well as open enemies. Um, it governs over lower courts and contracts as well. Um, so these are the things that we are to be focusing on or just making sure that we're paying attention to during this season of Libra, especially due to the fact that Mercury is retrograde still um, and it won't go direct until October the 2nd. And then it won't come out of its post-shadow phase until October the 16th. So these are the areas of the life that we are to be called to focus on 
during this season. And Libra is the sign that starts the development of the soul, whether people realize that or not, and is the sign that signifies the point of, you know, aligning the personality with the soul. So the first six zodiac signs focus on developing the personality and the last six zodiac signs starting from Libra all the way up to Pisces focuses on the development of the soul. Okay. Because we live in a dualistic, um, you know, reality here or a dualistic matrix. So there's dual duality everywhere. Right. And so you know, with that, I spoke on this in one of uh, my Facebook and IG reels. So you guys certainly can go over to my Facebook page at Astronomerologist 7 or my IG page as well, which is also at Astronomerologist 7 and take a look at the reels that are there. And in one of the reels, I spoke about, you know, harmonizing and aligning the personality with the soul energy that we all have, right? And so the sun in astrology represents the personality and the ascendant sign in esoteric astrology represents what we are aspiring to become, which is the eternal soul energy, all right? And so I'll say that again, the sun in astrology represents personality or our personality, right? and in, in our individuality and the ascendant sign in esoteric astrology represents what we are aspiring to become, which is the eternal soul energy. So this is a time to certainly balance the personality, which is the sun sign energy with the soul, with the eternal soul energy, which is our ascendant sign, right? So it's, you know, um, a good time to study your ascendant sign. If you have your time of birth, and things of that nature where you can certainly um, construct your natal chart um, with your time and place of birth and things of that nature so that you can see what your ascendant sign is and begin to study your ascendant sign and incorporate the energy of your ascendant sign with your uh, sun sign or your star sign energy. Okay. So definitely, you know, developing a relationship with the soul is going to be so important during this particular Libra season, especially due to the fact that, you know, 2023 is going to be a seven universal year, which is going to certainly focus on, you know, spiritual development. So this energy is definitely giving us an opportunity to get a head start, okay, for you know, next year's numerical energy that is going to be coming in. You know what I always say? You want to what? Be, be ready, ready so, so you, you don't, don't have, have to get, get ready. ready. That's okay? right. So be ready with, you know, focusing on aligning your personality with the soul. And, um, you know, I believe it was Gary Zukov who talked about, you know, definitely aligning the personality with the soul in his book, um, uh, seat of the soul. And he talked about that and he called that authentic power. When you align a personality with the soul, it is considered authentic power. So I think that is, you know, definitely, um, an interesting concept and something that we should certainly focus on during this time. So this brings me to the Libra love challenge, which starts on, you know, today and it will end on October 23rd. So for this challenge, we will focus on the self, 
we will focus on the soul and we will focus on others for the next, you know, couple of weeks or days, I should say. Um, Here we will engage in, you know, 21 or more activities that focus on building a relationship with the self, which is very important. Building a relationship with your soul, so that's number two, as well as building a relationship or continuing to establish a relationship with others within our lives, all right? So, with that being said, starting today, make a list of activities. I see you shaking your head over there. That's a good one. Is that a good one? No, it's a very good one. (laughs) All right. So, that's a good challenge, he's saying. So, We want to list activities, right? 21 or more activities you would like to do, okay? Um, Some activities, you know, list some activities you would like to do by yourself. List some activities that you would like to do to help you to connect with your soul, right? And then list some activities that you would like to do with your loved ones or others that are in your life, okay? So since it's going to be like 21 or more You know, you can break 21 down to seven activities, you know, you would like to do with yourself. Um, Seven activities you would like to do to help you to connect with your soul more. And seven activities that you would like to do with your loved ones or others that are in your life. Okay. And if you are single out there, your activity should include things that you enjoy doing and things you have not done before but would like to do, okay? You know, make your activities uh, exciting and new adventures for yourself over the next, you know, couple of days, right? Over the next 21 days or more. So think about some new, exciting and adventurous things that, you know, you would like to do with yourself, with others. And keep in mind that, that, you know, your loved ones or others that you are in relationships with, they may want to, you know, have some activities that they want to do with you as well. So be open to that, right? So find out what you learn about yourself during this Libra Love Challenge. Find out what you would learn about your soul. Find out what you would learn about your partner, which is your significant other for those of you who are in relationships. Um, Find out what you would learn about your family members and friends and the relationships that you cultivate over the next 21 days or more. All right? During this Libra Love Challenge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Messiah's liking that. He's digging that one. Uh, yeah, it's a good sign. Okay, he's just over here shaking his head. He's about to shake his head off like a bobblehead doll. But um, yeah, I think that, you know, this is a pretty good challenge. I'm excited for it. And so if in fact, you know, you would like to join us for the Libra Love Challenge over these next couple of days and weeks, um, let us know that you are on board. You can certainly email us at, you know, um, evolutionnow.org at gmail.com and let us know that you are on board. Uh, you could also, you know, go to the Facebook page or the IG page and just put hashtag Libra Love Challenge um, to let us know that you are on board. And the challenge is going to end October the 23rd. And again, my Facebook page and IG page is at Astrid Morologist 7 so you can so certainly go there and let us know that you are on board with us um, I'm excited you know let's spread some love this Libra season because we sure do need it by building meaningful relationships with ourselves with our soul 
and others. We did this like three years ago and it was really great. People sent in pictures. They posted pictures on the on the um, uh, Facebook page and things of that nature and Instagram page. And they, you know, definitely put in hashtag Libra Love Challenge. And they also stated what they did, you know, uh, what activity they did. And it was just great. You know, we enjoyed ourselves and, um, you know, I am so sure that that challenge helped people to appreciate themselves more. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, because they were able to, like, come out of their comfort zone and do certain things that they may not have done before. And um, it drew people closer together um, as well, those who were in relationships, intimate relationships, that is. And... um, it was just wonderful. So I'm looking to see what happens this time around, especially now that we've incorporated the, you know, um, building a relationship with the soul. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can just say this right off the top of my head. You know, one of the things that you can certainly do to, um, you know, uh, establish a relationship with your soul is to meditate more, get into meditative state more. Right. Um, so that you can connect with the soul more. Yeah, definitely. And also to study your ascendant sign energy. That's that's the second activity. So I just gave two activities away already, right? And so, you know, speaking of love and Venus, right? And Libra, all right? Venus has moved into the sign of Libra. And this transit may certainly cause us to feel you know, very friendly and wanting to establish relationships. And so, so this is right up, right up the alley of the Libra love challenge. You know, this is all about Libra and Venus right now. And so, you know, um, with Venus in the sign of Libra, we are willing to be more compromising. We are um, artistic and creative in nature, and we are wanting to surround ourselves with things of beauty right so you guys want to be careful with spending on lavish things okay be careful with your money because venus is the plan that governs over not only beauty and creativity but it also governs over finances so you know you see something beautiful check the price tag you know see if it's within your budget to 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 certainly you know purchase all right um Outside of that, we also want to be careful of being dependent on others, um, being inconsistent. And we also want to be careful of being superficial as well. Superficiality can certainly creep in and we want to be aware of that. We also want to be aware of being avoidant of issues, okay, that we may need to pay attention to and face within our relationships, okay? Um, we don't, you know, we want to be careful of being passive aggressive and things of that nature. And we also want to be careful of appeasing others when we don't really want to, all right, just to avoid conflict, um, you know. And so that's something that we certainly want to be aware of during this type of transit, okay. So here's a conflict that we don't want to ignore, and that is the case of STDs surging in the U.S. So this is news right here. All right. It appears that syphilis is on the rise and syphilis is a sexually transmitted disease 
that can create sores in the mouth and or on the genitals. And, um, you know, some people, um, if not all, may not know that they have contracted this um, disease and can unintentionally spread it to others. Okay, so the surge might be due to more people not wearing prophylactics. All right. And, you know, uh, the sudden rise of drug use and addiction um, has caused an increase in, you know, more risque sexual behaviors where people are not protecting themselves. Okay. And so, you know, according to the CDC, rates of gonorrhea has rose to 10%. Syphilis has rose to 7%. And, um, uh, let me see. Um, this has caused some issues. Um, congenital syphilis has rose to 15%. Um, and overall, congenital syphilis rates have come up to 235% since 2016. And gonorrhea rates have gone up 45%, and syphilis cases are up 52%. So, those are pretty big numbers, guys. So we certainly want to be aware and very careful, be aware of our bodies um, and how we are utilizing this instrument for the soul. Okay. Um, and, you know, we want to be very aware uh, of that. What say you on this side uh, as it pertains to, you know, um, sexual activity and things of nature? You know, all that good jazz. You guys are the younger generation as well. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, I say, you know, people got to be more careful these days, man, you know. And, um, you know, so unwanted, you know, I guess uh, things like this won't happen as frequent, you know. Uh, especially in the times that we're living now, you know, with the uh with difficulty having to keep up with finance because you know you have to pay for a child you have to pay to raise a child you know or um or you know treat especially a syphilis that you contract so yeah it's uh, just got to be careful man you know that's 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 what i that's what i you know yeah so you know saya was taken into consideration not only um, you know, sexually transmitted diseases can come about through sexual intercourse, but so can children. So it costs, right, to treat syphilis, but it also costs to raise children. <laughs> so, you know, you want to certainly be careful and aware um, as it pertains to, you know, the decisions that you make when it comes to your body and your behaviors, sexual behaviors. So this puts me in the mind of Neptune in the sign of Pisces, which is where, you know, an increase of drug use can occur because Neptune is currently, you know, transiting in the sign of Pisces. It is right now retrograde in the sign of Pisces. And so, you know, when we have Neptune in Pisces, it can increase uh, the use of drugs, you know, drug use, um, can occur as a means to escape reality because Pisces is a sign of escapism. Um, it is also the sign that governs over, you know, health and drugs and, you know, um, as well as 
um, altered states of mind, you know, altered states of consciousness um, and things that we use to alter our states of consciousness. And one of those things is, you know, drug use, alcohol use and things of that nature. Also with Scorpio, the sign that governs the genitals and sexual organs is currently in the south node, which is a karmic energy of the past, which is signifying to us um, as a collective to move away from, you know, lust um, and, and move more towards love and, you know, sexual practices that heal and create rather than, uh, you know, sticking with sexual practices that can hurt and destroy. All right. And so sexual sublimation comes to mind for me and sexual transmutation also comes to mind. So those are two practices that come to mind, um, you know, and, and two practices that, you know, the collective may want to explore and embrace, you know, uh, more to help in decreasing the rise of STDs, you know, so those are just two two practices that we can certainly look at and think about moving forward as a collective. And we're going to explore both of those practices more in, you know, during our Scorpio season. So I'm excited about that. Looking forward to that because that, yeah, that is going to be information that um, we can certainly utilize as we continue to move forward throughout the upcoming years. Both Neptune and, you know, the South Node are retrograde at this time. And it's giving the collective time to rethink and reevaluate and reassess, you know, um, illusionary realities, our methods of escapism, our sexual practices, and use of power and control over others. So hopefully the collective is taking the time out to do some reassessing as it pertains to their sexual practices um, and how we are engaging in our sexual practices as well as methods of escapism, right? How that can affect our decisions when it comes to our sexual practices. Um, Now, moving on to Hurricane Ian. Hurricane Ian has moved through Southwest Florida um, and it has caused some major damages Um, And not only has Hurricane Ian uh, caused some damages, um, but so has Hurricane Fiona. Hurricane Fiona hit the people of Puerto Rico some days ago, and it caused massive damage. In 2017, Puerto Rico was hit with Hurricane Maria, um, which was a five-category hurricane. But Hurricane Fiona was a one-category hurricane, and... Um, it caused more damage, you know, than Hurricane Maria. Um, and, you know, Puerto Rico was still recovering from Hurricane Maria, which happened in 2017 when they were hit with um, Hurricane Fiona recently. And so we are definitely sending out some peace, love, light, and continue healing and restoration to Puerto Rico as well as to Florida because it can be devastating these hurricanes and um if you are not prepared and already and even if you are depending on how strong these hurricanes hit they can certainly cause 
you know, damage, okay, um, to your to the community. And so um, to all those who are affected, we are sending our prayers and our love to each and every one of them, all right? Uranus in the sign of Taurus may certainly cause unpredictable and abrupt weather patterns. And so as you guys may or may not know, Uranus is retrograding in the sign of Taurus right now. And, um, you know, we may see more abrupt weather patterns happening um, as Uranus continues to transit through the sign of Taurus. Now, speaking of abrupt and unpredictable, you know, energy happening um, in pop culture, I am sure that Nia Long was not expecting her fiance of several years to have an affair um, during their union. Um, she has been engaged to um, Ime Uduke. Okay, she's been engaged to Ime Uduke, um, who is the coach of Boston Celtics um, since 2015. And I'm sure you guys may or may not have heard about this. Um, but it has come out that allegedly, um, he had an affair with a staff member, a female staff member, um, during their union. Um, they, meaning Nia and Ime, they share a son together. Um, and, uh, I believe they've been engaged since 2015, but they've been together, I think since 2010. Yeah. 2010. Okay, and so Nia Long, as you guys, you know, may or may not know, beautiful actress, um, is a first decadent Scorpio, um, born on October 30th. I didn't know that she was a Scorpio. Wow, you know. Um, and so she's a first decadent Scorpio, born October 30th, um, 1970. She is definitely creative. Her you know, personality, numerical energy lets me know that she's creative, optimistic, popular personality, likes to do multiple projects, very energetic, very sociable, right? And things of that nature. Um, looking at her chart, uh, I see that she is not only a Scorpio sun, but she's a Scorpio moon. Uh, she is, her Venus is in Scorpio. Her Mercury is in Scorpio. So she is Scorpio dominant. Okay, um, she is a person that loves hard. Like that is intense energy, intense, very passionate, um, you know, all consuming. Okay, especially when you have Venus in the sign of Scorpio, all consuming. When, when she loves somebody or she's in a relationship with someone, she doesn't see anyone but that person. All right, it's all about her mate. Okay, especially with Venus in the side of Scorpio. All right. Um, and very passionate, very passionate and intense um, with her love. Her Chiron is in Aries. And, you know, right now she's experiencing a Chiron return. And so, you know, with Chiron and Aries, that is, you know, the journey of the self, you know, finding the self, being on a journey of, of, of self-discovery. All right. Um, and working through some things. And so, you know, as you guys may or may not know, Scorpio is the sign of transformation and change. So Scorpio is always transforming. 
So there is always some some death happening and some rebirth happening um, within the personality or with, you know, ego death and ego, you know, rebirth and things of that nature happening internally. So for this to come out for her, um, I know that this was not easy, not easy for her to certainly go through, especially um, with it being so public and Scorpio being a very private sign, very secretive, okay, um, in nature. So, you know, this is a year for Nia where new beginnings are going to happen for her. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see her probably, you know, take some time to think about and process what has happened. She may very well decide to move forward and, and you know, um, begin a new path. You know, an individual path of her own, right? Um, and that depends on, you know, how long this may have been going on because this may not have been the first time that this has happened between the two of them. Uh, but this is just the first time that it has come out to the public and the media. All right. So I wouldn't be surprised to see her potentially decide to, you know, move forward individually right um and so um it won't be easy for her because scorpios are very loyal when it comes to relationships um and those that they love but when they are done they are done all right she is definitely a resilient individual um and could definitely bounce back as well um when the time is right but this isn't going to be a situation that she can bounce back from so readily. It's going to certainly take time for her to heal and, um, you know, definitely get over this one. Um, Uranus is in the seventh house for, you know, Scorpio. So, you know, there is certainly sudden and abrupt energy when it comes to, um, you know, relationships that could certainly happen. Um, there's definitely a need to want to break free um, and have a, a sense of freedom within the partnerships that you are in when Uranus is in the seventh house. All right. So yeah, this is going to be um, interesting to see how this unfolds. Right. And so, you know, um, this would explain why she has stayed in the engagement for as long as she has, because she's a fixed sign and, you know, Scorpios do love hard. They do, they do, they do. Now, um, Ime is a Leo. He's a second deck in Leo. He's born August the 9th, 1977. He is a influential individual. Yeah, he's influential um, with flair and good taste. He's also popular, worldly, but there's a, a an impulsive energy um, and, you know, with him, uh, potentially, and he's also seems to be someone who is action oriented, especially due to the fact that Leo is governed by the sun and the number nine is governed by Mars. So that just lets me know that there's some impulsive energy there with him. Um, this is a year for him where changes and dynamic change is going to happen, um, in the home life, as well as in his career, as you guys can see, that is playing out already. We are witnessing that on the world stage. Um, there will be more relationship related things happening for him next year that he's going to have to wade through. 
Um, and so, yeah, and more responsibilities on his part as well. Uranus is in the 10th house for him. Um, and Saturn is in the seventh house um, for for my Leos out there. So with Uranus in the 10th house, you know, there could be some sudden and abrupt changes and things of that nature as it pertains to the profession and the career, as well as uh, the um, reputation, right, in the public. And so we're seeing that play out for uh, Ime right now. Yeah. Um, some sudden and abrupt situations happening <laughs> with the career and the profession as well as the reputation. Um, and so, you know, with Saturn in the seventh house, that is definitely calling for responsibility and accountability as it pertains to relationships. So we're seeing all this play out. What's interesting, though, is that they both have life paths that are, you know, very much aligned. They are very much a couple that was sociable. Uh, very interesting and entertaining um, and like to travel and be creative. So I can see the compatibility, but I could also see where the compatibility could split. Okay. Um, so that is something that, you know, um, they would certainly need to, you know, decide to work on. What say you, Saya, when it comes to you know, relationships and things of that nature. Um, you know, I really do believe that it has to be on, you know, both sides. The effort has to be, you know, equal from both sides. You know, we gotta be you gotta be faithful. If you went into a relationship with that intention of being faithful, you gotta stay true to that, you know, you gotta live up to that to that promise that you both made, you know. So yeah. Yeah, that's what I believe. Yeah, well you know, um in numerology, um, as well as astrology, there are certain placements and certain energies that, you know, um, have to work on. That's the lesson that they need to learn, which is commitment. You know, that is a lesson in which some souls have to come here and learn. All right. And so there are certain placements in astrology that points that out. And there are certain numerical energies that point that out as well. Right. And so, you know, where someone, you know, um, is readily able to commit and they were kind of born or, you know, with those energies and that is instilled in them, right, to be family oriented. There are some people who, you know, they are not, not necessarily. They have to work a tad bit harder, right, uh, to, 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 to commit to, you know, relationships you know, or to commit to being responsible within the relationship. And so that's why it's important to know your astrological energies and your numerical energies or the astrological and numerical energies of your significant other to see the compatibility or even to see what energies, you know, you're working with and what energies they are working with, as well as what type of personal year energy they are in as well. Whereas Nia, she's right now in a year of, you know, new beginnings and thinking about her individuality. Ime is in a year of, you know, a lot of change happening, right? Within his life, okay? And so just being able to kind of know that information and then learning how to work through 
the different energies that you know you might be under and your partner might be under is very important and speaking of partners um adam levine and his wife are looking to work on their marriage and focus on their children um he allegedly flirted with and had you know took place in some emotional cheating with other women and um, Adam is a Pisces. He's a third deck in the Pisces, born March 18th, 1979. Um, another one that is influential. And when I mean worldly, I mean someone who likes to travel, someone who certainly, um, you know, attracts people from all walks of life. Very creative. Uh, but he's also diplomatic and collaborative as well and likes unity. All right. And togetherness. All right. This is what I'm getting from his, you know, energy. And, um, you know, he is experiencing a year of, you know, transformation, a year of endings for Adam. All right. And so uh, what's interesting about this is, is that this is a significant year for him to do some personal internal work where he has to do some inner transformation. Um not only is that evident in the type of numerical year that he is in, but astrologically we have, he has Saturn in the 12th house of transcendence. And so when you have Saturn in the 12th house, um, you know, it is a time to release that which no longer serves you, right? Um, that which is old so that you can be reborn to, you know, the new the newness of things. So this is certainly going to be a time where he's going to have to let go of past behaviors, past thought processes and things of that nature and adopt new ways of thinking and new ways of doing things. Um, and I believe that if he's able to do that, he'll certainly um, have new beginnings within his marriage with his wife. Okay. His wife is Bahati uh, Prinsloo, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name, Bahati Prinsloo. And she is a tourist. She's born May 16th, 1988. She's actually a model. And, um, you know, she is like an intellectual, spiritual, creative, philosophical type of energy. Um, I get from, from Bahati, which is very interesting because, um, you know, in our culture, in our society, we see beauty first. And with her being a model, you may not be able to see beyond how beautiful she is and see how intellectual she is. Okay. So, you know, that is something that we, you know, um, may want to uh, take a look at, especially during the Libra season, because again, Libras can, you know, that, that energy can be very superficial and just look at the outer appearance of things and um not necessarily dive deeper right so there's outer beauty but there's also inner beauty and so for bahati i feel like that's what we have here we have a beautiful individual on the outside but a very beautiful soul on the inside as well who is you know definitely intellectual and creative and so um you know her focus is on togetherness as well in unity so what's interesting about these two is that they both have the same life path energy going on. Okay. So they both have the same life path, the same direction in which they would like to go in, in this particular life. 
And so with them being both um, souls who are diplomatic and, you know, are ready to work things out and want to keep things together, I can see how um, they are focusing on, you know, working through their marriage. Yeah, I can see that. I can certainly see that. You know, her personality is that of a seven. Um, and that certainly aligns with Adam's Piscean energy. That's that Neptune energy. And, you know, um, they both love to travel. Um, but I think the issue here is that sometimes they could be isolative and withdrawn. And when you, you know, Pisces needs its time to step away from, you know, interacting with people, places and things. And the seven personality, which is Bahati, they need time to withdraw as well and, and, and spend time with themselves to contemplate, meditate, read or whatever it is that they do. And so I think that with these two, if they, you know, uh, try to definitely find time to um, spend more time together or be aware of when they are, you know, being isolated or withdrawn from one another, um, that, you know, they'll be able to certainly work things out. So we're wishing the best to Nia Long and um, Ime. We're also wishing the best to Adam Levine and his wife because children are involved, you know, children are involved too. So, you know, we're wishing them the best um, in, you know, moving forward with their relationships, however they decide to move forward. And we're wishing the best to all of you out there as well in your relationships too. Because I know that this is a time that we're going through that is, you know, pretty intense in nature with retrograding energies um, and things of that nature happening. The heavy hitters, you know, transiting through these signs. You know, the heavy hitters such as Uranus and Pluto and Saturn. It's just a lot going on, right? A lot going on. And then this is being a sixth universal year that focuses on relationships numerically, right? And family and, you know, domestic affairs. So this is the year, and especially during this Libra season, where relationships are going to be highlighted. So we're just sending some positive energy to you all in your relationships of all kinds as well. Sending positive energy, guys. Yes, indeed. So with that being said, we wish you guys a wonderful rest of the evening or day or morning. And we thank you for joining us on this episode of the Evolution Now podcast. Uh, for those of you who are, you know, definitely interested in a personal year reading or session or a numerical chart session, a NATO chart session, or even a business chart session, um, you know, definitely go to www.evolutionnow.org and schedule your session with me um, so that we can certainly see what energies you're working with, right? Um, as well as, you know, what type of year you may be encountering um, so that you can certainly plan accordingly um, and things of that nature. If you are interested in you know, uh, the merch, the Evolution Now merch, you can go to my IG page at Astronaut Seven 
so that you can certainly purchase from there. All of my links are in my bio, on my IG page, um, whether that is to definitely schedule a session or you know purchase from the Evolution Now merch site, or even you know um, pick yourself up a nice little chain for your loved one or some jewelry for your loved one um, with Labretta Brillar. All right, if you um, definitely it is. 18 karat gold plated um, stainless steel and it is beautiful jewelry okay beautiful jewelry just because you are you know um, developing the soul doesn't mean that you can't develop you know the outer appearance as well you can adorn yourself well with some nice jewelry while you are you know uh, developing the soul and the spirit on the inside um, and so Loretta Brillar has some beautiful jewelry and you can certainly, uh, go to my bio for that. The link is in the bio so that you can get your 50% off discount. Um, if you are interested, you can certainly get someone a beautiful birthday gift if you like during the season of Libra. Okay. I'm sure that they would certainly enjoy that. All right. Um, and so with that being said, again, we wish you guys a wonderful rest of the evening. Thank you for joining us on this episode and you know what i always say you want to maximize your now moment keep moving forward in order for you to ascend you must begin from within, within. you want to be ready so you don't have to get, get ready. ready all right bye for now guys and thanks for joining <laughs>